This episode of the Detox Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Riot Printing. Celebrating their 10th year in business, Rebel Riot is locally owned and family operated, offering custom printed tees with no minimums and fast turnaround. And by Bitsbox. Bitsbox teaches kids to code. Real JavaScript, real devices, and really fun. Hands down the most fun way for curious kids ages 6 to 14 to learn coding. Use promo code DETOX for $20 off any subscription order of $50 or more. That's D-T-A-L-K-S DETOX for $20 off any order of $50 or more with Bitsbox. Are you ready to inspire more? Well, you're in luck. Because on today's show, I speak to one of the co-founders of Inspire More, Robert Neely Jr. By the way, this is your host, Joe Shaw of the Detox Podcast, a parenting podcast where you can detox from the world around you and get a window into how other people live their lives. Come detox with detox. Now, Robert and I get into how Inspire More started, what the purpose is behind Inspire More, and how they're really trying to help change an entire culture that's sick of the negative news by bringing the positivity to them. I'll get into my conversation with Robert after this. Welcome back to the Detox Podcast. With me at this time is Robert Neely Jr., one of the co-founders of InspireMore.com. Robert, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm excited to have you on the show to talk about your site because I think it's so key in today's society where you have constant barrage of news and articles and videos and stuff pushed to you. It it becomes overwhelming the amount of content you get on a daily basis. And I think for a lot of people, especially, I hate to say it, but during election season, there's a lot more that you don't want to see for mm-hmm. one reason or another. And it can become you know, slightly depressing to see a lot of negative news. And so what I'm excited about, and we're going to get into in a second with, the, with, with Inspire More, is how positive, uh, the positive message you're putting out there to, to try and fight that 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 uh, that noise that's yeah. going out there. But But first I want to start with, the question I ask all the parents that come on the show is, what do you think makes a good parent? Mm, great question. Yeah, so um, I have two kids, Grace and Brewer. They're one-year-old twins, <laughs> and they're complete opposites, poor girl. <laughs> um, I, for me, and you'll probably hear a lot of this just throughout this time, sure. I think it's all about purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ultimately, whatever you do in life, it's heading towards a certain purpose. Sure. So same with parenting, right? Um, if you're parenting without a purpose in the end, then you're kind of just parenting reactively right. and you're parenting without a real goal or purpose in mind. Sure. It's so then you can find yourself, you know, how do I deal with a crying kid in this instance? Or how do I deal with a kid who's talking back to me? Well, to answer that question, you have to answer the question, why, why am I dealing with this in the way that I want and what do I want to happen? And why do I want that to happen? Right. And I think too often we don't ask those questions. And so we end up kind of just going with our gut of, uh, I guess that's right, right. without really defining the purpose. So yeah. it's all about purpose for me at the end of the day. What's the true end goal? Right. Yeah. I think that's so key. And I, I think about that every time when I'm sitting down to record one of these episodes, because I always want to know what am I trying to say 
Mm-hmm. You know, what, what am I as an individual trying to say? What is the person sitting across the table from me trying to say? And are we putting something good into the world? And are we leaving it better than we found it? And if I can't answer honestly, positively to any of those, then it's not worth it. And so I think to, to the site and, and the, the purpose of the site, I think it really speaks to that. So, so let's actually dig into that a little bit. What is the origin or the genesis of Inspire More? It's, it's coming on six years now, correct? Yes. And so talk me through what that's been like, how it came about, why it came about, and why it's so critical now in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the real genesis story is I got a master's degree in leadership and ethics. And so in that, studied a lot about what drives people, why do people do what they do. And from a lot of different perspectives, uh, cross-cultural, business, sports, family, friends, etc., I began to saw this, began to see this theme that no matter who you are, where you're from, who you want to be, where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, we're all human, and we all have this very innate desire to be loved and to love others. Right. And so, a different flavor of that is to be inspired and to inspire others. And so after I finished this degree in 2013, I was looking at the media landscape and, and I, the landscape and I was just depressed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I read articles that there was actually something now presenting itself called the Facebook syndrome. Right. <laughs> People were being clinically diagnosed for depression because of social media usage. At the same time, people were getting depressed from negative news. Yeah. And so I saw this and I thought, man, what about the opposite of that? What about stories, short form digital stories, whether that's a video or an article or a list or an image, what about those stories that stir your soul? Right. And so that was really the the genesis for it. And even back further to a specific piece of content that kind of inspired this whole thing, I think it was back in 2011 or 12, Someone showed me the Team Hoyt video. Have you ever seen that? I have not, no. You might have heard of it. It's where the father pushes the son through the triathlon in Hawaii. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, you know, the story there is the the son who's 40 years old or something. He has, I think, cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he he really can't do much. But his father starts pushing him in a stroller, an adult stroller, and running him through races. Starts with a 10K and then goes up to like a half marathon and then a marathon. And his the son says, Dad, when you push me, I feel alive. <laughs> and so then he does it through a full Ironman triathlon in Hawaii. And it's one of the most moving videos I've ever seen. And yeah. what I loved about it is I left that video with a new, and it's like four and a half minutes long, yeah. with a very deep new appreciation of love, a new perspective of love. Right. And I just had hope. Right. And so I thought, how, how do we bring that to people in contrast to the current media environment? Right. So I love that. I think that's so crucial. And something that I always like to, to talk about with people is the fact that I feel, you know, I, I'm 32 years old. And so I'm thinking about, you know, I feel I've learned a few lessons and I'm sure I've got a ton more to learn. But the three things that I've picked up consistently in life that I've realized that all people want is they want to be heard. Mm-hmm. They want to be validated and they want, uh, they want to be, they want their concerns to be validated and they want to be empathized with. Mm-hmm. And if you can listen to someone, hear their concerns, validate them and empathize with them, that's it. That, that gets you going. That gets you to be able to pick yourself up and go on to the next task. Cause if you feel like, well, what's the point? 
it's all, it's all awful. Nobody cares about me. Nobody cares about what I'm doing. Then what's the point? Then it's just a real negative cycle yeah. to your point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think <clears throat> the way I like to look at it, you know, I think it all comes back to the why, like mm-hmm. I said, and that why another way to say that is people's worldview, you right. know, why, why am I here? What's the point? How do I see everything? Right. And I think at the end of the day, people's worldview are determined by four things, faith, family, friends, and media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people may or may not have faith. A lot of people may or may not have good friends, may or may not have a uh, good family. Right. And everyone has media. Right. So I think it's a really, um, it's a really important determiner of, of worldviews. And I, and with media consumption on the rise, I mean, today it's, I think the average is 11.5 hours per day of media consumption across all forms. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I mean, we've got a true addiction, which could be a pandemic. And so if we are what we consume, then if we're consuming news that tells us the world is a horrible place and social media that tells us you're not good enough. Right. That can, that can drastically harm someone. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that in the the last episode, I was speaking to, uh, to Chris at the Bush Institute and, and we were talking about the fact that, that when you have, I was bringing up this point where, where in the old days, so to speak, before social media, before you had the ability to really, seek out anybody and the the barriers are broken between different places. If you didn't like someone's point of view or you didn't like a perspective or you disagreed on something, you had to still talk to them face to face. If you, I wanted to go find someone with an identical perspective as me, I would have to physically go somewhere and mm-hmm. come on, that's, that's a lot of work. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And so, you know, I'm going to work to try and understand the person that I'm meeting with or hanging out with or, or talking with. And now we don't, we no longer have to do that. We can silo ourselves off to where we're only in an echo chamber Mm -hmm. and we're right and they're wrong, whoever they are and about whatever topic. And it becomes very negative. Even when you're together and you're saying, this is what we're talking about. You're still being negative because you're, you're, you're classifying other people as a, it's us versus them. They're negative. They don't see it. They don't get it. Blah, 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 blah. And, and I think it, it feeds into that to your point, because even when we're getting together under the guise of being together, we run the risk of being more toxic at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a fine line and we're not, we're not realizing it in the moment Yeah, because we're like, Oh, we're just finding people to understand us. It's like, right. But there's people who understand you and there's people who are just feeding into this negative perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're able to get together with people, that don't see eye to eye with us. And we're able to sit down at a table, have a meal, have a coffee, just have a conversation. We're not going to change anybody, but we're going to understand that we're all human. We all have, you know, family, friends, people that love us and we, we want to be loved. And that, that's what matters at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. So talk me through now. What, how do I want to word this? So I know that the the news that you're sharing or the type of content that your site is sharing is very positive based to try and to kind of combat a lot of that negative noise that's coming mm-hmm. out. Are there people who, and I don't know that this is necessarily the, the case, but are there people who are coming 
after you for, well, you're, you're, you're just muting all the negative yeah. noise. You're yeah. only sharing the positive. So right. what, how do you account for that? Yeah. Great question. So I'll kind of jump into what we cover sure. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about that as well. Absolutely. So, um, so what we try to cover at the end of the day, we're, we're aiming to be the digest of the most inspiring things in the world, both from the past and the present. And so that covers a very wide array. So right. that can be adventure, health, innovation, stories of heroes, sports, nature. I mean, any, anything, right, family, right. parenting, um, really any story that uplifts and inspires. At the end of the day, we say that our core product is hope and perspective. Mm, That's like implicit that. within what we do. And we also try to provide a pretty good uh, diversity of our, of our offering. So we create content every day on our site, and then we distribute it socially. And then we also uh, do a daily newsletter. Okay. And across all of those, we have 6.7 million subscribers. Nice. And to date, we've reached 500 million people uh, around the world. That's fantastic. And I think one of the keys to our success is we try to keep it diverse. And that means a puppy video combined with a serious story about family. Sure. Combined with an amazing adventure piece and then a story of innovation. I like that. You know, because if it's only heavy stuff, no one wants that. If no. it's only cute stuff, no one wants that. Right. And inspiration and good, it's so diverse. And that's the amazing world we, we live in. Right. And so that's what we aim to cover. And with that, we're never saying that we're trying to be the news replacement. Sure. Okay. We're trying to be a supplement mm -hmm. to it. Stay informed as much as you want, but know that you need good in your life. Mm -hmm. And we are pretty good at offering that good to you. I like it. And so, yes, we have people, you know, trolls on social media who <laughs> say, you, you're only covering the good. And we're like, yeah, we are. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Yeah, like, that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we try not to really pay attention. I, I mean... Over the years, we'll have, it's kind of what we were saying earlier, we'll have the right. casual troll comment on social media, but we've never really had anyone seriously reach out with a very big concern with something like that. Sure. Um, so, but if if they do, we'll get them on the phone and talk to them and right. they can choose to follow <laughs> us or not. Right. I think that's so key though, because, you know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's it's, the stance you're taking is we want to give you good in your life and the good we're choosing to give you is a variety of things. And so it's like, you can have a light snack of it, right. And you can have a good meal mm -hmm. and, and you can have everything in between. And it's, it's, it's hard for people to come at that. You know, it's hard yeah. for people to be like, well, screw you. I didn't want that puppy video. You know, yeah. I didn't want to know about the, the wheelchair guy that made it up the mountain. Like, you know, whatever. It's like, well, what, what, what is, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, it's more of like, you know, people might say like, to your point, like, Oh, you're only reporting the good. It's like, right. Because that's our core product. That's our core message. That's what we're trying to do. If you want more, you can go to these other sites that already exist. We're not trying to replace them. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Very yeah. nice. So what has been, you mentioned the, <clears throat> excuse me, 6.7 million people you reach on a daily basis across every, that's all of our subscribers. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And followers on social. Gotcha. Okay. So to that point, how, how did that grow over the six years? Like, was that an instant growth? Was that over time? I think some of it is probably a combination, but work, walk me through what the initial reaction was when you started putting this content out. Yeah. Um, it's ebbed and flowed for sure. 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 It's sure. the startup life and it's up right. and down all the time. Um, so I think there've been seasons where we've 
grown drastically seasons mm-hmm. where we've been stagnant seasons where we've fallen sure and it's kind of just been over the years we've continued to gain yeah. people um, we've made you know some strategic acquisitions mm-hmm. we've uh, paid to you know be presented in front of people sure we've partnered we've grown organically it's right. really all of it and we're really big on testing you know let's try something see if it works and then if it works let's make it even better and keep going right um, and okay. so one, one thing we try to employ is bright spot theory mm-hmm. and it's just this idea. Uh, and there's, there's a really cool little story. I read it in this book called switch by the Heath brothers. I don't know if you've heard of that. I have not. Um, but I think this is brilliant. So, uh, they tell a story of a guy who's sent to, I think Indonesia and he's tasked to solve malnutrition and this might be a fable, but he's tasked to solve malnutrition in this one County. And he has six months to do it because of his visa. And he's like, how, how do I solve malnutrition across thousands and thousands of people? Yeah. There's corruption issues. There's infrastructure issues. Yeah. There are uh, health issues, blah, blah, blah. I mean, right. even to tackle one of those would be impossible. Right. So instead he goes to a single town and he looks at a hundred different families and he finds two families that are nourished out of those hundreds. And he's like, okay, why are these different. Right, right. And so uh, he finds out that they're feeding their kids in set intervals and they're using a different type of pot. So then he takes those two practices wow. to the other hundred families and nourishment skyrockets. Then he takes it to the other towns in the county, nourishment skyrockets. And I think that's a brilliant approach. And so as an underfunded startup competing against big media companies, we try to do that. You know, what works? Let's understand why. Let's understand the key factors there, make it a little bit better and then distribute, and then repeat, repeat. I like it. Yeah. That's very good. And I think that that can be a, applicable across a variety of methods oh, and, yeah. and applications. But but now I, I was I was asking that about how the, the growth, because I was thinking personally about my own perspective. And, and I know in the, uh, in the, during the 2016 election, I got so fed up with, with my news feed across the board. I muted so many different people and outlets and stuff. Not that I didn't want to stay connected. I just didn't want to see them until things had calmed down a little bit, regardless of what was going on. And I found that I usually, I'm a news junkie, I would say. I love to consume different news outlets, specifically political reports. And I wasn't. And I was finding myself feeling uh, empty a little bit, you know, with regards to what am I reading? Well, I can't read anything online or, or turn on the TV without seeing you know, the election or whatever was going on. And and I was just frustrated by the bickering back and forth Mm -hmm. between my friends and and family members and stuff. And it was, you know, there was a lot of um, uh, vitriol, you know, Mm -hmm. that was spewed out. And so I found myself seeking out a lot more positive news stories. You know, that's when I was regularly subscribing to Humans of New York kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I still do, but I mean, that's when it started and, Mm -hmm. and, and other outlets such as that, because I was like, I just need more positive Positivity, something to make me laugh, something to make me smile, something to make me feel good. And so I wonder if like that was the time when you saw some skyrocketing or if it was kind of already growing. Yeah, I I don't think for us we've seen too much of a attribution to what's sure. going on. Sure, yeah. I, I think it's just a, a general state. I mean, I think, grow. Yeah. yeah, because um, it's interesting. We had a large legacy news company fly down some of their senior vice presidents and we'd met with them. And, um, it's just interesting to see like the big news organizations. They're very, 
uh, set in how they report and potential sensationalism with that. Right. And so that's just, a, I mean, that's been a consistent thing for, you know, decades really. Sure. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's more people just want to consume good stuff yeah. and some people realize that at different times. Right from something random or from a bigger trend going on or bigger trends may not affect some people. Right. So that it's kind of been consistent for us within that. Gotcha. Yeah. So walk me through, uh, actually, um, actually creating inspire more in the sense of when did it become a, a, a company where you then threw yourself in full time. So I know that, uh, as an example, I hear stories where people say, you know, I started this on the side while yeah. I was still doing my day job. And then I took the plunge. So what was that like for you personally? Yeah. So I had just finished up my master's degree and right. I had a, a job offer someone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then one night I just had the whole vision for inspire more really. <laughs> I think it was a complete God thing. Yeah. And so prayed about it talked with my wife about it. And then I just jumped in full time. Yeah. So that was, summer of 2013. And then I had no idea how to start a business. And so I went and met with tons of people right in the process, raised a tiny bit of funding, Mm -hmm. um, and then got two people to join me. And then we launched in March of 14. (laughs) And so I was, I was always full time and it was just a perfect timing thing for me. Sure. And, um, I, and I, you know, I, I had some worries of what if this fails? Like, what if it doesn't work? Isn't that the riskiest thing ever? Right. And, Thankfully, my parents were super wise and amazing. They said, hey, the only thing that can happen from this is benefit. Because what you will learn in the process of these months or years, that will be invaluable. Sure. And, you know, if this company doesn't work, then you will be even more hireable than you were before. Right. And so with that and just, I think, praying about it, I was like, okay, I'm going to go all in. Let's do this. I like it. Yeah. It's so key, too, because I think you know, as we were talking about earlier, it's about putting more good and positivity out into the world. And, and there was a lot of, you know, before I even did this podcast, there was a lot of other side ventures and things I enjoyed and did and did for fun and mm-hmm. for hobby and whatever. And, and then it got to a point where I just went, I, I don't know if I'm putting more good out into the world with what I'm accomplishing, you know, mm-hmm. right. Writing a blog for, for TV recaps and entertainment reviews. I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, it's fun for a second, but I don't know how positive it is. And so I stopped it and was like, I, I got to find something that's more positive. Mm-hmm. And then this came about and I'm like, yes, now I feel that, and, and getting those emails and, and verbatims from people about this particular story really helped me where I was at in mm-hmm. this moment. You know, it made me feel like I had a community and I had people I could listen to and learn from and really made me feel connected to parenting and, and the positive positivity in this world. And mm-hmm. that's what keeps me going and go, all right, I know I'm, I'm on the right path. And so what are, what has been some of the, you guys have amazing verbatims on your site, but talk me through what has been some of them ones that have really, some of the stories or some of the feedback you've gotten that's really made you feel that you're on the right path. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, and I'll tie in one of our most recent pieces of sure. content or a couple. Um, so it, just today we do a daily email called the morning smile and it has about 420,000 subscribers and we have a little picture of the day on the top always. And today was this, it's kind of this funky picture of snow <laughs> and uh, basically it has a caption below it. And the story is um, a woman receives a knock on her door at three thirty AM and it's a cop saying that she needs to move her car into her driveway, but there's too much snow. So she didn't do it. And she was a nurse who had just pulled an all nighter or something like that. Yeah. And so she's like, just find me whatever. 
And then she gets a knock on the door again at 6 a.m. And a cop had called his cop friend and they had shoveled her driveway for her so that she could then pull her car in to avoid a fine. And so simple, so unnecessary, but right. so moving, so inspiring. Yeah. And so um, I say that, one, because I'm sure listeners want stories more than they sure. want to hear a philosophy discussion. <laughs> uh, and then, two, it's it's that type of little nugget of inspiration, of hope and perspective that really moves people. And so the feedback we've received over the years um, especially in the last six months as we've refined our product and just gotten better at our craft. I mean, we have people saying, you're my source of hope. You've changed my life. I struggle with depression and you give me hope every day. We had someone say that their uh, psychiatrist, their therapist recommended for every five minutes of news they consume, you know, on a traditional mm-hmm. outlet, they should consume five minutes of Inspire More. And uh, with that, you know, we, we have people saying that we're changing their lives and we've even had people say we've saved their lives. We've had a couple people message and say they were on the verge of suicide mm-hmm. and then they saw some of our content and they stopped and they sought help. And I think that that's just the power of, of amazing things in the world. Right. Just we're humans. We're wired for stories of redemption. That's right. who we are. And there's so much hope out there. Yeah. And so we want to tell it in a really entertaining and engaging way. I love it. And people, people like it. Like another time we, uh, there's a local nonprofit here that we've partnered with called behind every door Mm -hmm. ministries. And, uh, they told us about a girl who was getting bullied because she has albinism. She's, uh, she's, she's uh, albino. And so we, uh, we told all of our audience about that, that she was being bullied and they, uh, we said we write our notes of encouragement and we received over 500 notes that we then put in a book and gave to oh, her that's fantastic. and it moved her greatly. And I think like, you know, it's things like that anyone can do. Right. And the bar is just so low to love people. Yeah. Even if the whole world would just smile more right. at each other. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what would happen? Yeah. It would be unbelievable. It's a chemical reaction. Yes. When you see that. And there's so many little things smiling or just saying hi or, Right. Calling up your mom and saying, I love you once a month. Right. I mean, game changers yeah. that are so simple that we need inspiration to do. Right. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So. so if we have one last piece of advice you'd like to give, that was a lot, or one last story you would like to share, what would you like to do before we wrap this up? Yeah. Um, I think a couple things. One, uh, our, yeah, I'll do t- three things. One of our, f- our favorite quotes as a company um, is a Margaret Mead quote, and it's that uh, never doubt that a small, dedicated group of people can't change the world. Mm. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Mm. I think that's very powerful. We started out super small, and now we've reached 500 million people, right. and I think that's by God's grace. Um, and I think it's, if you have passion and a calling, then go for it. Right. Secondly is... I don't think that passion and calling has to be the craziest thing ever. I think it can be being a pizza maker or a coffee roaster or a truck driver, um, which ties into the last point. I think it's all about purpose. And I think the purpose of work is ultimately about doing really well, serving others. For me as a Christian, I think it's about bringing God glory and, you know, find that purpose and then do your job really well and then apply that to other areas because I think at the end of the day, life is short and we, when we're looking back, we're going to care about 
the people we've blessed right. at the end of the day. And you can bless someone through a smile or through serving them an amazing cup of coffee. And yeah. it's as simple as that. And we all have a role to play. Um, and I think that's really powerful and we don't undercut the value of that, but we see the little things as critically important. I love it. Well, if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. Go to www.inspiremore.com or just Google inspire more. Um, I think our best thing is our daily email. It's called the morning smile and it's the digest of the most inspiring things in the world from the present and the past. And we send it out daily. That's fantastic. Uh, I typically like to do dad jokes at the end of the episode, but we are actually getting kicked out of our venue, so I'm not going to do that this time. Uh, Listeners will just have to stay tuned. I'll do more next episode or listen to the last one. It's okay. Everything will be fine as I'm like knocking off my gear. Um, But uh, we do need a hashtag for this episode. Should we go with hashtag inspire more? Let's do it. All right. Well... Listeners, I will be back next week with more great content. Robert, thank you so much for this conversation. It's been fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it. Thank you. And listeners, until next time, hashtag inspire more and hashtag be a better dad. If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Detox Podcast, or visit DetoxPodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.